0: welcome to the Plastic Surgery Practice Podcast on the MedCorp Podcast Network. I'm Carrie Stevens, the co-chief editor of Plastic Surgery Practice. In honor of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, today I'm talking to Dr. Amanda Savage-Brown, the founder of Bright Inner Healing and a breast implant explant therapist. She's also the author of Busting Free, How to Liberate Yourself from the Quest for Better Breasts Before, During, and After, Long After Explant, which came out in August. Amanda, thank you for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited to be here and to talk with you today.
0: Of course. Okay. To start, can you please share about your personal explant journey and why the mental health aspect of it is so important?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I got breast implants in 2006 and I had them for about 12 and a half years and I explanted for many different reasons, but my ultimate change catalyst was noticing a sudden shape change. So I knew that one had ruptured. And when I was going through my explant journey, I connected with tens of thousands of other women that were going through their journeys as well. Um, on my consultations, I doctors were telling me um, that I shouldn't believe things I had read online and I hadn't really read anything online because at that point I hadn't really been in social media groups. So that when I went for my consult is when I learned that there was so many women moving through explant and most were moving through it for breast implant illness related reasons or BII. And so when I started looking into BII and saw that this was an emerging concern for women um, and kind of looked at my experience on my consultations with, with doctors who were telling me not to worry and, and I hadn't really been worried about it. Like I said, I was explanting for other reasons. I just became very curious about all of this. I looked into it, learned a lot about it and, and, I went through the whole journey with the eyes of a psychotherapist, and I'm also a former United States public health scientist. And so I started seeing a bunch of gaps in the psychosocial care of women on these journeys and how there's so much value placed on breasts that we can surgically alter our bodies to augment or restore or reconstruct them. But then when it comes time for us to remove them for any reason, whether that's a rupture or a recall or BII, or you're just done with them, they're uncomfortable, whatever your reason, there's a paucity of resources available to help you move through the mental, emotional, and social side of that change. So that's what kind of inspired me to translate all the scientifically validated tenets that I use in my private psychotherapy practice specifically for women on, I call it the breast implant through explant or bright journey. And then I took all of that work and I made the first legitimate self-help book for navigating the inner journey of breast implant removal.
0: So yes, I would love to talk about your book. What, 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 surprised you most about writing this book and just what are some takeaways that you found that, that you had no idea would happen before you started?
1: Honestly, you know, for me personally, I, um, I had a pretty outdated idea of writing a book and raising awareness for it. And so that was actually the biggest surprise because I see, you know, online hundreds of thousands of women that are clamoring for this kind of support. Women who are concerned about partner abandonment, women who are concerned about never having told their children that they've got breast implants and now they're going to have a body altering surgery to remove them. Women who feel guilty because they have breast implants and they believe that it's causing systemic problems for their health. And it's really impacting the way that they're showing up to their partner or as a mother. And um, I mean, the list goes on and on. And so I see all these women who are, who want, and deserve full, complete, holistic care as they're moving through this. And it's difficult for me to raise awareness that this resource is there for them. Um, And you might be, you know, asking me that question in terms of what did I learn or what surprised me most about, you know, content-wise in terms of moving through this. But um, really, it's been more of a um, practical kind of, Surprise for me is this resource is here. How do I make it known to the women? And surgeons are going to play an important part in that. You know, it's this is a sensitive topic, and women will go see their surgeons and talk with their surgeons about this. And so, helping surgeons be aware that this resource exists is key. It's very, very important. And a lot of surgeons, explant surgeons in particular, end up shouldering the burden of the mental and the emotional and the social concerns of women who explant. And they may not have the staff or the time available to fully meet these women's needs. So finding a way to get Busting Free as a recognized resource for the surgeons to be able to give that to their patients is going to be just you know, a win for everyone.
0: No, definitely. Breast implant safety, like you mentioned, has been in the media now a lot, especially with the FDA recently saying that breast implants may be linked to additional cancers such as squamous cell carcinoma. Have you seen an influx of patients coming to you that are looking to explant post this news? Um,
1: The news came out about two weeks ago. So I haven't personally in my practice been you know, contacted about that um, in terms of I'm scheduling my explant because of this, I have had women reaching out to me saying, this scares me. What What does this really mean? Can, can you level with me? Can you translate this for me? Should I get my breast implants out? So it's another great example of why the psychosocial side of this is so important because in 2021, the FDA put out a boxed warning on breast implants. That is their highest alert for safety concerns. And then we had the breast implant associated lymphoma, and now we have breast implant associated squamous cell carcinoma. And so women who have them in their bodies are wondering, what does this mean to me? The FDA also, if you go to their website and you look through things to consider before getting breast implants. They acknowledge that there are systemic issues, which is commonly known as breast implant illness. And then there's also um, recalls that have been happening with breast implants. And so there are millions of women right now with breast implants in, and they're all wondering, what does this mean? And what should I do? And how can I keep myself safe while I have these devices in my body. And, you know, many of the women love having their breast implants. They're not looking to get them out. But when they run into this news, they're very understandably concerned about what that means. And so, yeah, there's been a lot of conversation and concern around what exactly does that mean for the average woman that's got breast implants.
0: Absolutely, and this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so I'd be remiss to not mention um, just the emotional journey it would be for a breast implant or um, a breast cancer survivor to explant. Because, you know, for someone that did got implants for cosmetic reasons, they have something left over. I, I'm not. I know that there's changes the breast that will happen but they'll have something. But for a breast cancer patient or someone like myself, a pre-vivor who had a double mastectomy, to explant would be to have no breasts whatsoever. Can you talk about that emotional journey for them? Because it definitely feels a little different.
1: Absolutely. And I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, In some ways, the explant journey has, has many, many shared concerns and considerations, irrespective of why you got implants or why you're removing them. And in other important ways, like you just mentioned, there are some differences and important ones between women who explant after augmentation or restoration and women who are, I say, explanting to flat and the explanting to flat journey has that it's that interim period where breast implants were viewed as staving off this emotional loss of breasts and and they are offered to breast cancer patients or previvors they're offered to them as these solutions right to help you feel whole and complete And like a woman. And so when a woman has gotten breast implants for that reason, after mastectomy, and she's had that messaging coming at her, you know, I know a lot of breast cancer patients who reconstructed with implants who are told things like, you know, you're too young to not have breasts. You've got to do this reconstruction, you know, and, and so that all these things get into that woman's mind and heart. And then when things evolve for her, and let's say breast implants aren't working out well for her, they're uncomfortable, she doesn't like them, she's having too many reoperations, or she starts to develop some kind of health concerns, then when she explants to flat, she's now going into that with all of those additional words that were said to her, that you've got to have these to be whole and complete and a woman and that you're too young to not have these or whatever it is. Now she's bringing all that forward with that loss. And so being able to help women move through that in a completely different way is as important as surgically delivering them to a beautiful aesthetic flat closure Right. So being able to help women heal inwardly and like Busting Free, the book that I wrote, the, the goal of that is to liberate women who want to be liberated from the idea that they need to have their breasts to be full, complete and whole, or that their breasts need to appear a certain standardized way in order for them to be sexy, desirable and complete.
0: Thank you. I'm so glad you said that. And, you know, I was also told the same thing. You're too young to not have breasts. So I, I really, really hear what you're saying. And I know our readers and listeners will really appreciate that too. So as a last question, this podcast for the MedCorp Podcast Network is for all health professionals, but the PSP side is really for plastic surgeons. So what do you want to tell plastic surgeons about this, about you know the emotional journey women go through with explanting? Because I don't think it's been discussed enough. So I'm really glad you have your book.
1: It hasn't been discussed enough and certainly not broadly. So there are some plastic surgeons who specialize in explant and they understand they are um, holding these conversations with women who are moving toward explant with with concern over what that means for them. How will post-explant intimacy be? How will they view themselves moving forward either as an explanted flat or someone who potentially has, you know, distorted post-explant breasts? And so there's a subset where there is awareness. The rest of them, what I would message to them is, is a couple of things. One, I know that the majority of patients who are explanting right now are pursuing it because they have concerns about their systemic health. And I know that that is a controversial issue. And so rather than dismissing a patient or um, wanting to comfort her, but perhaps inadvertently um, patronizing her or gaslighting her, I would urge everyone to approach this with curiosity and, and list, listen to the patient and maybe reach out to other colleagues who are very experienced with this who are doing research. I would absolutely urge all of these surgeons to look at the Breast Implant Health Summit that is happening at the end of October. You can just go to the breastimplanthealthsummit.com and that is the it's the leading edge it is by practitioners for practitioners it is research that is non-biased that is not funded by um, breast implant manufacturers it is just people who are frontline doing the surgeries or or doing the research um, and looking at breast implant safety and so i would just encourage providers surgeons to look at that information and to form their own opinion um, and get it straight from the source of people who are out there doing the work, interacting with the patients, seeing things with their own eyes and be able to come to their own conclusions that way.
0: Thank you so much. Amanda, where can people find you?
1: Uh, You can find me at my website, which is my name. It's amandasavagebrown.com. And everything is there. There's a landing page for Busting Free. um, So you can learn more about that book. I created an online resource library with guided meditations, guided audios, different exercises. Those are click and play. I don't um, email gatekeep them. Um, So any patients that doctors have who they feel would benefit from this kind of support, you can refer your patients right to... BustingFreeOnline.com, and it takes them right to that place. And there's many other resources on there for women who are considering explant. There's a free ebook that teaches you how to steady yourself um, because we do get overwhelmed when we're thinking about this change. Um, And there's a holistic explant planning checklist. So it helps patients consider and move through the mental, emotional, social side, as well as preparing for surgery. So amandasavagebrown.com is definitely the um, best place to start for this kind of support.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Amanda. This was super informative. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us as well. As always, be sure to subscribe to the MedCore Podcast Network to keep up with the latest Plastic Surgery Practice podcast episodes. And check out plasticsurgerypractice.com for the latest industry news. Until next time, take care.